You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow traveler, and welcome to another hopefully somewhat kind of exciting and informative episode of Travel Talk Weekly. This is show number 79, original air date April 13th, 2021. And this is a topic that we are really excited about. It's one I personally enjoy talking about, and that is luxury cruising. And this is a topic that is often misunderstood. And we're going to tell you the number one mistake that people make when they're looking for a cruise. We have seen a huge increase in cruise bookings. One of the reasons is we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and some cruise lines actually have their first sale dates. And thankfully, it's not a big old train coming at us. I remember last year we talked to several of our travel agents and our travel agent friends And not one single person predicted that we'd be shut down for more than a month or so. We love revenge travel. That is the trend right now. Tell me I can't do something and I will spend twice as much money proving you wrong. As we continue to update our book, Just Add Water, new things keep coming up. It's the number one mistake people make when looking for a cruise. They look at the entry price, not the exit price. Meaning they look at the cost of just the cabin and not the overall cost of the cruise. So let's look at what goes into the price of a cruise vacation, because there's multiple components. First, there is the initial cruise fare, the lead-in price, as we call it. And when you see a cruise commercial, the price you're going to see is an inside cabin on a very low deck. We always try and opt for a balcony. Trust me on this one. Now you have to add taxes and port fees. And usually, the two biggest costs on the cruise are going to be the barbell and your gambling. Now, gambling you really can't prepay for, but the adult beverages you can. Then you have the cost of other things like shore excursions. What are you going to do in each port and how are you going to get around? We highly recommend taking excursions if you've never been to that city or place before. We did that for our honeymoon in Italy, and now Italy is our literally our very favorite place to travel and someplace that we actually want to live. One thing that more and more cruise lines are doing is including more and more things. This has become a trend, and they'll often have this in the form of a promotion. So it'll be things like free drink package or specialty dining, Wi-Fi, a discount on your shore excursions. The biggest thing, though, that can and does add up can be your bar tab. So depending on what you drink, this can be Disney pricing. I remember back in the day when Disney Cruise Line let you bring on a full suitcase of beer, liquor, or wine. On our first Disney cruise, it was on the Disney Magic. It was a Turner Classic Movies sailing, and we each had a carry-on of adult beverages. And that was back in 2013. And we had a good two-year run with that because then in 2015, they changed their rules and they did not allow it. That was really weird. It's like, why did they all of a sudden do that? Okay, you guys, you know, last two years, you can bring drinks on. And this wasn't a Turner Classic Movies thing. This was a Disney thing. Right. Well, most cruise lines do not allow you to bring on alcohol. So that was kind of unique for Disney. It was. And I remember that the TCM crowd was not too happy about that. I mean, On Disney, we were already paying twice the price of a normal cruise. Then you add in the TCM premium. And compared to other cruises, these are the most expensive. And one of the highlights of those two cruises was meeting and having a conversation with the late Alex Trebek. 
We had told the story before. We love dressing up for dinner at least one night of a cruise, and you were wearing a really awesome, hot red dress. And you had on your tuxedo pants, a white dinner jacket, and a red bow tie to match my dress. On this night, we were headed to Paolo, the Italian specialty dining. And I remember getting out of the elevator and who was standing there, but Alex Trebek. And he shocked us by starting a conversation. I I will say it's probably because of your red dress. And he said, wow, you look amazing. Give me your camera so I can take a picture. Yeah, so we were carrying our big Nikon camera. It's pretty obvious we had one with us, and he did. But then we said, well, can we get a picture with you in it? Or nobody's going to believe that this happened. And he was just so classy and very gracious. Then we saw him the next year, and he remembered us. He was just up, you know, walking around the top deck, and we waved and said hi. I was curious if he was going to remember us, and he either did, or more than likely, he was just being very polite. (laughs) I was probably most surprised to see that he was wearing a very old watch. I know, surprising. It was like an old digital Casio watch. I guarantee it was from the 1980s. Yeah, <laughs> not not the most luxurious watch, that's but it was for sure. Functional for Al. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to the main topic, luxury cruising. One thing that we talk to our clients about is the overall cost of the cruise, not just the entry fee, so to speak. I think a lot of times travel agents are trying to entice people by using the lead-in price, but we like to factor everything in and then break it down to a per-day cost. And when you do it like that, you'll often see that the overall cost can be really close between a luxury, a premium, and a mass market cruise line. And it's what most of the luxury lines do. They will do this comparison. Usually they'll do it to a premium line, not a mass market. There is a little bit of a jump there. And again, when you do a side-by-side comparison, they are often very close in price. Also, when you're doing that, the luxury cruise lines are nicer ships, bigger cabins. In the case of Silver Sea, Every cabin has a personal butler, not a cabin steward, which you do get as well, but an actual butler. And another trend that we see happening on the luxury brands is including airfare. A lot of times you'll look at that number and you'll be like, whoa, that seems a little high until it's like you still need to get to that port. And when it comes to Atlas Ocean Voyages their Antarctica cruises, it's even their own private charter, and that's included. It's an Airbus A330 that they charter for these. And that's something most people will not even think about. Not just the cruise, but the cost of getting to the cruise. And when it's Europe or Asia, that can be very pricey. Including airfare. I mean, it's it could be a huge price. For Europe, it can easily be $1,500 just for economy, and that is per person. Shore excursions can also be a huge factor. Those can be well over $100 per person for every port. So if you're taking a seven-night cruise, you might be in five different ports. So let's use $100 per port. Including an excursion can save you another $500 or more per person. And I would say that that $100 per person is pretty on the more economical. I did. You did. (laughs) Well, and that's the reason the river cruises are so popular is because they include one to two excursions every day. And again, it goes back to that total cost of the cruise, not just your cabin fare. And that's something we're going to do an entire show about. I think we're going to do that next week. We did a European river cruise back in 2014, and it is absolutely the best way to see some really cool places. And there are some luxury lines when it comes to river cruises. There were some days when we were in two cities on the same day. Yeah, we did a cruise in southern France on the Rhone River with Ama Waterways, which also happens to be the cruise line of choice for the Adventures by Disney River Cruises. And I remember on a couple times, we would leave the ship, go on an excursion, and the ship would continue on and we would meet the ship farther up the river. Definitely a unique experience. And there, there are some really nice, if you really want to kind of plus it up, 
it'd be more like in your accommodations. There are some like Crystal has a river cruise line. I think Ama has a great experience, though. They're probably one of our favorites. But when it comes to ocean luxury cruising, it is important to factor in everything that you are going to do on your cruise. Dining, drinking, shore excursions, transfers, airfare. And if you're cruising from Rome, and you fly into Leonardo da Vinci or FCO, you're going to be a good hour away from the port. And that port is Civitavecchia. And that is not a cheap ride. We've done it a few times. I remember back in the day, and that's just a fun word to say, Civitavecchia. So let's go through the list. If you want to compare between a luxury line and just maybe like a premium line, this is what you want to break down. You start with your accommodations. So what cabin are you looking at? Kind of write that down. And then when it comes to food, are you going to do any specialty dining on your cruise with the luxury brand, everything's included, but you can kind of estimate what you'll spend on a premium ship. And then keep in mind for shore excursions, you have to see what is included and then write down your airfare. Again, luxury line, that's going to be included. And then any other things that your transfers, just make a list of everything and what those costs are. And that's how you can compare the price of a luxury cruise to see if it is a better value than if you just pieced all those components individually. Not to mention the amount of time you're going to spend to research and to put together the transfers. Again, work with a travel agent, they can do all that work for you. But there is a lot that goes into these luxury brands. One of our favorite features about the luxury lines is they tend to be smaller ships. Which also means that you get to really know your fellow cruisers, which is fun. We sailed on Windstar and their ship, The Legend, back in 2019 for Thanksgiving. And you end up making friends, plus the fact that the accommodations, as you mentioned, they're normally, you're going to have more space. And I remember that even on Windstar, they were restocking our bar like every day. What would you like, sir? Well, I'd like this today. And they would do that for you. There seems to be a lot more attention to detail and more personalized service on the luxury lines. So that's something you just can't put a comparison on. It's more classy, that is for sure. So if you like the Four Seasons, for example, or you love the Waldorf and you like staying at those types of accommodations, which we do, or luxury villas, you would love a luxury ship experience. The other thing you're going to find is with some of these brands, this is not the first cruise people have taken. That is Usually true. when it's a first cruise, they're going to do Carnival Royal Norwegian, one of the top three. And then they kind of graduate up to the more luxurious brands. And so they're more seasoned travelers. And it just seems a lot more friendly. Not that the other ships are not. So here are some of our favorite luxury brands. So Crystal Cruises, that's one that we have, we haven't sailed with them, but we have toured their ship. We have toured, yeah. Very classy, very elegant, and it's a little bit bigger. Their ships tend to be a little bit bigger than some of the others. For a luxury line, I would say they are probably some of the biggest ships. Still not that huge, but compared to the other ones. Another very upscale luxury brand is Regent Seven Seas. But here are our two favorites. We know them personally. They're friends of ours. They support our agency. And that is Silver Sea and Atlas Ocean Voyages. And one of the reasons I love Silver Sea is they have some really unique experiences and ports that they go into. They have the butlers for all the rooms, which is kind of fun. You had me a butler. I know, right? (laughs) And of course, Atlas... They're really kind of a category in and of itself. They are a luxury brand, but they combine it with adventure. 
And if you listen to our podcast that we did, we featured them on a couple, you'll know that they kind of skew a little more to that 45 to 65 year old age range that's going to be active. And that's something that's a little unique because on the other luxury ships, it is very relaxed. And like you said, these are guests who are typically very well traveled, which means you're not going to find a lot of kids on these luxury brands. So if you do want a kid's program, you probably aren't going to go luxury. Yeah. And some are going to feel a little more stuffy. I'm going to say that people will dress up for meals, like especially on Crystal. I mean, it is they do have their resort casual feel. But the guests that are on board, at least the ones that we saw, definitely have a elevated resort casual look. It's kind of like walking the red carpet at the Oscars. The (laughs) men are all dressed up in nice suits and ties. The women are wearing fancy dresses. Another thing you'll find on a lot of the luxury brands is that they have some kind of an educational component to the cruise, depending on where you're going. And you'll have guest lecturers that are brought on board specifically to talk to you about different topics. Yeah, and that's some of the activities that you do on maybe your sea days, because you're not going to find that party environment like you will on the mass market ships at all. And that's where we say, this is definitely a little more chill, just enjoying vacation and going to beautiful destinations in luxury style. And I'm okay with that. I'm kind of over the, you know, the big party ships. We've done those in the past. We've done our share of the party ships. I like the smaller, more intimate feel and vibe of the luxury cruise lines. So before you book that next cruise, don't just not consider a luxury brand. We recommend that you get with your travel advisor. It would be great if they were creating Magic Vacations travel advisor. I think they are. They know this at this point. (laughs) And go ahead and just, you know, maybe explore. If you have some revenge travel that you're looking to do, splurge. Go on a luxury cruise. Fair warning, you are going to get spoiled and it will be really hard to go backwards. That's the toughest thing is once you go lux, it's hard to go back. It's true. That is true. We do have some big news. If you did not know this already, you can cruise with us on Atlas Ocean Voyages. We are sailing on July 28th, yes, of this year. It is a seven-night sailing from Athens, Greece to Odessa in the Ukraine. And the airfare is on us. Well, technically, Atlas is covering up. Okay, but technically, we can still sail. (laughs) And it is an all-inclusive cruise, so all your meals, adult beverages, and even a shore excursion in every port. This is going to be a luxe adventure. I'm excited because we have both clients and some of our travel agents going with us. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun, fun. party. We're yep. going to we're going to rule the ship. <laughs> this will be a fun one. Technically the captain is in charge, but we're going to have a good time. Yes, we are. And if you don't follow us over at Disney Travel Secrets, that's our other podcast dedicated to Disney. Big news there as well is we are part of a virtual event that is happening April 26th through the 28th. And it is ParksCon 2021. And Rob and I are actually speakers. And if you are a Disney fan and you want to, or even a theme park fan, you're going to learn lots of tips and tricks and strategies on how to do the parks the best way on your next trip. So you can get a free ticket on us. Just go to parkscon.disneytravelsecrets.com and go ahead and get registered for free. I'll tell you what I'm really excited about is that we are featured speakers on the same day as Disney legend Tony Baxter. And that is day one. That's pretty cool. I'm excited. Join us next week for show number 80 as we talk all about river cruising. 
I will tell you it is primarily focused on the rivers in Europe. And here's my favorite quote. The world is a book and those who do not travel read only a page. Let's get you back to the luxury vacation. 